listening to I'm Telling You. You're listening to You're listening to I'm Telling You. Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of I'm Telling You. Telling you, man. <laughs> I can't even take you serious right now. That's hilarious. That's a good start. Uh, you're welcome back, fam. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this be a good start too. This is Philly D, Mr. Gemini. Back check it for the clock of JD. Oh, uh, the timing between the two of you on that one was pretty good. That was good. Uh, oh, but you, dude, you got it on the mic. Oh, oh, yeah, you oh, just see yes, this. I did. Wait. Oh, he's y'all. Oh, you're gonna. Oh, that's gross. We're gonna have to clean that later. Thank God for extra mics. Anyways, welcome to I'm Telling You. Yeah, dude, <laughs> chaos ensues instantly. Why would it not? This is how our show rolls. This is what we do. I, um, yeah. Yeah, before we get too far off the tracks, uh, if you'd like to reach out to us, uh, by all means, uh, you can hit us up at ITY at directionsmusic.org. Directions Bam. <laughs> or you or, can hit up Mr. Gemini at <laughs> G-E-M-I-N-I. At directionsmusic.org. Or Philly D at directionsmusic.org. P H I L L Y D. Directionsmusic.org. Yeah, for first time listeners, this is a 30 year friendship of the two of us just doing this. Uh, it's kind of sad, but at the same time, so, yeah, it's jackassery. very entertaining. I don't, what, it, what did you term it? I don't, can you label this? Does anyone want to label this? It doesn't need a label. There's no. <laughs> There's no label long enough or clear enough. You can't quantify us. Dude, uh, we are disclaimeria. We you know, <laughs> we're we don't need literal. no labels. We don't need no badges. <laughs> we don't need no stickers. <laughs> but yeah, we do movie quotes, uh, dad jokes. We're uh, we think dad we're funny, quotes, but movie jokes. Like, do honestly, the past couple of episodes, we've been uh, we've been quoting our dads more, putting them up there with it's a good like thing, uh, man. Sifu. It's for real. Yeah, do Sifu status is dope, man. I mean, they've definitely earned it. <laughs> that was funny listening back to it. I'm like, yeah, well, that's pretty accurate. Oh, yeah, they're not Uguay status by I wouldn't any say, means. Yeah, but... I wouldn't say Pop was Uguay status. That may yeah. have been granddad. But... See, the thing that I get most is, you know, I always, when I think of like Sifu in that capacity is when he's doing the inner peace part. Dude, I can see either one of our dads just like all the chaos going around and they're just like inner, inner peace. Inner, inner, inner. Inner peace. <laughs> like, I could see them attempting to try to calm them. They're just, oh, my, this is my life. This is, oh, inner peace. I'm like, <laughs> not going to kill him. Not, I might hurt him a little bit, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely seafood. That's for sure. But, yeah, so we do quote them. And, we, you know, we quote ourselves. So, I mean, that's also a dad quote, technically. Or a bad dad joke, like to tell me. You know, your dad, your dad jokes are bad. They're terrible. Mine are tolerable, which makes them kind of funny. Yeah, I said it. What are you going to do about it? Think about opinions, you know. <laughs> Everybody's got one. <laughs> it's not the same with an a-hole. <laughs> Everybody's got one. Some of them even were born with two. And, and, and everybody thinks they're still stink. I got roses over here. I'm just, you know. Mm -hmm. Just putting that out there. Well, I'm saying I put potpourri in there, and that's why it smells like roses. So, <laughs> Wow. I'm not even going <laughs> to finish not, that Not, not going to work here anymore. I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Nahina Jad. Nahina Najad. That's how he's, Nahina Najad. See, how hard is that? Nahina Najad. Nahina Najad. Nahina Najad. 
accessible. <laughs> this guy. Well, you know, hey, man. Well, I think we've been really in a place where we've been, we've kind of been getting back to that uh, original state of being those little kids getting that Christmas gift, you know, the, the coveted thing we've been waiting for. And we're just like playing with the crap out of, like, just we're doing whatever we want. Like, let's see if it can do double flips. And you just, you're making jumps for it. Then you're throwing it off the roof. Like, we don't care. We're having more fun with it, man. We're just talking, man. That's all it is. Yeah, we're getting, I, we're getting, I think, back to that true, raw nature of like how it really started. Talks and stuff. Well, because we're do, I mean, because I wanted, I really do, I really still feel like there's, there's some sketch comedy in here, man. There's some solid Abbott Costello kind of stuff. Really, really pushing for that, huh? Well, I just I'm saying See, that like, means we have to script stuff. So that kind of that's that's a I whole mean, different territory. Do we? I feel like we could probably just make like a relative outline of just like joke to joke. I feel to like joke. You, you maybe you. We can give you a little, I don't little know. crib you sheet, just, and then you can just you know you could do you could do a thing. It'll just be a natural flow. It'll make itself. This is what I'm saying. We're not going to like, just, just like the show, we don't have to, we just do what we do. From all that happenings. There's it, some chi. It's, it's, yeah, man. It's going to be, yeah, it's like, yes. like Tony Hawk. You just yes. can't invent a new trick. Dude, we're going to do the 900. No, that's we're just gonna, I'm just, it's never been done. I'm going to do this and I'm going to put a twist on it. That's. I, you know what? That's a first day, man. I'll agree to you that. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do I'll it. I'll agree to that. I'm going to do it. It hasn't been done. Okay. And I'm going to throw a twist on it. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. A Mick twist? I'm just saying. Hey, oh. Maybe a double. Maybe a double Mick twist? I'll call it a Mick Hawk. Can I get some fries with that? You know what I'm saying? How about a shake? Can I get a strawberry shake? I want, I want, you do that. I like a strawberry shake. A little whipped cream. Maybe a cherry. I'm just, you know. One of a child. We send know it, this. Send it to you in a FedEx bag. What? No, I that's the like worst swirl. idea ever. <laughs> What's that? Oh, what? I with the swirl. But, I mean, why wouldn't you? you know what I mean, like, dude, if you can't, if you, if there's an option to make stuff fancier, the answer is always yes. I feel like there's a real market for like the old soda shop. Oh, from dude, back in the day, like, right? I think there's a market for that. People would come out and get like, you get any soda flavor you want. You can tweak everything in it. The amount of sugar you put in, the amount of what different flavors. I mean, it's dude. You could have Oreo soda. Choices are endless. Gummy bear soda. And then like candy shop right next to it. Like Yo, write, this, write this down. This is a thing. I'm saying this. <laughs> I think there's a real, not just the ice cream. I mean, you go, of course you could do ice cream too. You could have a little ice cream counter, but I'm just saying like, like the old school, you know, wearing like the little paper hat, like the little paper sergeant hat. Yeah. No. So there's, <laughs> there's counter service and there's also roller skate to your car, man. That's what I'm saying. Little arcade section. This is yeah. Write this. Yeah, keep writing this down. This is. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be roller skates, though. I mean, you know, if you're gonna like, I feel like because like you were saying the whole. All right, cool. Let's take it back. You know, the paper hat. I like, think that goes with the drive-in theater thing too. I mean, I think that could. I don't. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe that could take off again right now. I don't know. I think in that capacity, because it's like driving, we'd have to go to rollerblades. Like you just hang out in your kinda car. Kind of ruins it. Like you don't actually have to get out of your car for anything. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, dude, that's, dude, think about that. Drive-ins, that's really what it was. And all you got to do is build some like shitty little app that can order stuff for you. And you just like, if they bring it right to you. You just log in with this app and it's got your, you know, 
Didn't, didn't, I feel like some of the spots started having boxes where you could actually like two way and they would deliver to you. Like, I feel like some of the, before the whole drive in. Oh, uh, even before they were, that's an old thing. Yeah. Yeah. Where you could, yeah. Cause I mean, that's like, you know, that was like the last we, one that I know of that was run like that was not far from here on, but I think on. It was like 611 one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, on 611. Yeah, yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah, because dude, our one dude used to work there. We used to get into the uh, the like it would be like everybody's already gone and lawed, so it's like midnight shows for us and stuff from the staff and shit. It's like special privileges. Oh hell yeah, yeah, dude. We did like Mortal Kombat. Face, what I remember seeing was it Face Off. Was that yeah? That was the John Travolta they, they and did double features though. Well, yeah, they would was, show. Yeah, what was it? It was. Because I remember when Mortal Kombat came out, and it was, I forget what played with Mortal it. Mortal Kombat! I forget what played with it. Oh, wow. That's going back. I can't remember, because I know I was there, because, and the one thing I remember was, the night that I was there, somebody somebody snuck into the video booth and, like, cut the film so they could steal some of it. Like, the, the film just stopped at some point. They had to splice it back together and start it again. Hmm. Like it was a really weird occurrence. I don't know. I might have been off in the uh, you know one of the which other is, cars like getting ripped or something. Which is a real, <laughs> which is a real shame because I think it was one of the. It's probably one of the death throes of that company because not long after that it just kind of went belly up. So I don't know if we're getting out of that era, but I think we could get back into that. I think that would be an interesting, you know, theater experience. You mean are you you're talking about like doing the driving? Yeah. I had like still especially with the old the old radio station that's just like a short broadcast. Well, you know? but now think about this though: is like nowadays with technology, you wouldn't have to do a projector, so you could actually do like mega huge screen, like Megatron screen, kind of like you would at you know arenas and stuff for the football games or whatever. You could do that as like the driving now. You could do a Megatron and then like blah, and then yeah, like you're saying, like, man, blah. you have. <laughs> you, <"Bah!" laughs> I think some of those places do that too, like um, you know, like big sports arenas, especially like hockey rinks and um, you know, basketball courts and stuff. I think sometimes they will do that. They'll have like a fan day and they'll they'll play like a classic movie, and that way you get it on all four sides. Everybody gets to enjoy the movie together, and you could have like you know cameras zoom in on people that are like doing the dialogue with the movie <laughs> instead of like kiss cam or like greatest fan it's right, like it look at this like, guy i think i think they actually there are there um yeah i mean because that's how you pay the bills when there's not a game i mean you got to find something to do right Dude, yeah, there's gotta, a lot of overhead in one of them spots man you gotta there schedule really like like special fan days and stuff like that so that you can yeah, bring man. people in and spend it money Oh yeah, well, because you know you're also working it for the parking and everything else. So you know any any event over and over again, yeah, dude, definitely come and see us talk. Yeah, man, it's just good business. That's what I'm talking. Come and see us talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, when you put it like that, <laughs> yo, because we talk and stuff. But seriously, like good I words. could I could see us doing a whole stage. You know, not and I. I think skit just is like the, this, like like she's the audience right here, like that. Like, <laughs> we would have to be addressing her then at that point. That's just you know, we can break no, the fourth wall. Not addressing. I mean, you could if you wanted to, but yeah, like well, basically but it depends we're just on which yeah. talking to each other. You know, but that's my thing. Is like in that kind of a capacity, <laughs> I don't see it so much as like doing sketch. So it wouldn't so much be like a skit. No, because every show would be different. 
I mean, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you you can't write this. I don't know. I mean, you were you were saying something about doing skits, and I don't know if that was a thing. And yeah, and and that's what like art because like, did you ever? You were also saying something about UFOs and uh, CE five and. So I, I never. Oh yeah, know. I want to be touched by an alien. I want to go to the other side. No, 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 no. no. I think you. <laughs> I think you said that the wrong. <laughs> I believe I've touched your children, and they've touched me. Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I am, um, but I'm. Uh, so yeah, I want to get touched. Uh-huh. No, no. I don't think that's. No, ma. No. Kill Whitey. No, mom. Yeah, that's, totally, right. that's where I went with it. Oh, uh, that's funny. But yeah, no, I, 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 I want to, I want to test the boundaries of what we know as reality. In all honesty, because I mean, if you will, well, because I'm really trying to test the boundaries of myself, right? So whatever I'm doing internally, I'm going to externalize. You're gonna go skydiving? Let me know, because dude, I, I always wanted to try that. Munchkin and I, we were, uh, we did a, like a daddy daughter day, right? And we were talking about stuff, and she's like, "Would you ever jump out of an airplane?" I was like, "So, a little known fact." When I got out of high school, I actually wanted to join the military. And doing so, it's like, yo, I wanted to be Airborne Ranger. Like, I wanted to be that guy that I was- I want to be Airborne. I wanted to be nuts enough <laughs> to jump out of a perfectly you know, good aeroplane, helicopter, whatever, and go like deeper, deep, where it's like, yo, you just cross some stuff. And it's, you know, we're first doing- Yeah, I was- I'm cool with being that dude. So you I was like, to, yeah, I want to jump out of a plane. You want to parachute behind enemy lines. I was willing to, because it's like, hey, if you're going to do it, like, you might as well just throw them all out, just run what you brung, like, see what happens. I don't know because you know, there's there's very few people that are ever like even willing to think about being in that kind of a capacity, you know, regardless of like military or anything. Like, just people that are like, you know what, somebody has to do this job, might as well be me. So I was like, yeah, that's that's how I was on it with. I always struggle with the whole taking lives thing, though. Like, and what would that do to you? And what? Case, I mean. Yes. I mean, someone has to defend the country. Someone has to defend your home. Someone, you know, I understand that that that's a necessity, but the reality of it for an individual, I mean, you got to go through with that. You got to live with that. Well, cause at the end of the day, that's still just a job. Is it? Well, but it's one that you, you know, cause I mean, like most people, you take your work home with you. Right. But in that kind of a, a manner, yeah, you're taking some serious stuff home with you and that's, yeah, you know, I mean, well, that's where you get into like PTSD and say things your of that country, nature. Your country comes first, and and stuff like that. I mean, the spirit of the country, as long as we're not talking about the country's government, but yeah, in mm. the spirit of the country. Well, at that point, it's like you, it, to me, it really expresses a raw nature of the idea of like gangs and like you representing you, my hood. This is my area. This is my safe space. So you're you're protecting your home. I mean, that's like Maslow's hierarchy, right? You got to get yourself security, meaning you have to have like health, you have to have shelter, you have to have clothing. You know, you have some few basic needs. It's like without these, I'm not going to survive no matter what. Everything else is now a want on top of that. So the raw basic needs is, you know, that at a minimum. So of course you're going to, you know, you have to protect yourself. You have to be safe. You have to provide this. Like, it's just how it works, man. We're humans. Like, that's... That's our, that's our, I always question that, like, you know, and I like giving thought to the idea of being a hermit or living a hermit's life where, you know, you could, you can basically live in a small structure that you build yourself in the middle of nowhere on property that you can buy for cheap and 
because well, we've had this conversation plenty of times where you yeah. collect wood or you you hunt small game and you 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 literally you work go to your the general land. store twenty miles away. You know, you like, get like sacks of flour and rice and like to get basics. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. So that you could make bread and and you know soups and get you could grow your own vegetable. Like to be completely self sufficient. Right, right. Yeah, like a true general story. You're like, give me 20 feet of rope. I need some seeds. Uh, give me 50 pounds of flour. And like, yeah, dude. And it's it's really not that much different from from having a dream like like you would have a dream of of starting your own farm. Like, I don't want to be a farmer to make money. I want to be a farmer to live. Right, like, right. This is this is what I do. Like, uh, you know, I have a cow so that I can have milk. I have chickens so that I can have eggs. I, you know, like I want to be self sustaining. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said we've had this conversation. And many people would times. say, "Well, what do you what do you live for then? You're not making any money." Well, it's like, well, what do I need with money then? Like, I got what I need to survive. So, well, is that really living? It's like, well, you tell me what what are we judging? Is it is it monetary value or is it quality of life or what are we what are we judging here? Everybody has a different basis for their for their system of like, yeah, how do they? Because I mean, that's that's the thing is there's no such there's really no such thing as good or bad, but you have to have, you know, left or right or up or down, or you have to have opposites in order to express what something is. But to understand, like, all, all those things you can acquire for very little money, like, in some way, it's very, it's somewhat self-sustaining, you know? You have a couple of each animal that you can propagate, like, you can create a kind of a self-sustaining system, if you're able to grow certain small batches of crops and know how to rotate stuff, and you know, well, that goes back to like the barter days, feed to feed a, a few small farm animals. Well, yeah, but you you'd get like all right, so yeah, you'd have one dude who was like they'd only grow like you know wheat and hay and stuff like that. Like they'd have like the different grasses and whatever. And then you get one guy who like only raises pigs, and then you got another one that does like actual gardening where they have all the different vegetables, you know, tomatoes, zucchini, cabbage. Lettuce, blah, 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 you know, all that. Each one of you can utilize something from one another. And it's like, hey, dude, I got a pig for you if I got vegetables all year long. Cool, thanks. You know, and, and that's, yeah, like, when you get into that conversation where you're saying, like, you know, what's money got to do with it at that point? It really doesn't. You know, money is a structure to build the, the system so that we can all kind of coincide and receive goods of services. Well, mom, money didn't, money my, by definition. My mama said, my, my, my mama said. <laughs> money, <laughs> money by definition is a, a, a promise. It's a promissory note. Yeah. It's a promise of. of yeah, it's legal tender. A, a, yeah, good or service. I mean, it's. What's on the back of a $20 bill? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Red team go. Red team go. Red team go. <laughs> Word. Uh, yeah, well, and that's, and that's why, I mean, yeah, we've, we've had that conversation more than a few times about how even living in that kind of a way, there's also the, the, you know, the emotional, the psychological components where you get a great sense of self-worth. You really have a lot more ownership and accountability in your actions so it's not even just the way you're living as far as how to like feed yourself or care for your family, but it really becomes an extension of who you are internally. And you really just put that kind of good, 
give and receive, like true <laughs> sustainability, like, you know, really have balance of all things. And, and I feel that in and of itself is really the, the great thing about living in that kind of a manner. And honestly, I mean, like th- th- there's been plenty of studies and you put the numbers together, you could really have all of what we have population wise and spread us out more and have smaller collectives and the systems could still work. Like there would still be a balance in at some point where everything still works. So we don't have to be ha- like, we really could be like a, a lot bit, of, like a lot of good things. It kind of has to be grassroots though. It can't be something that's, that's propagated by any, you know, my biggest problem is everybody, everybody assuming that, that just because they have an issue that, that it's something that they should look to their, their, any government to help out with that issue. Like I think the, uh, the government should be few and far between. That it should be more of, and well, I, you know, and that's well, yeah, because it always goes. What's the, that's the Franklin? That's a daydream. I know for a lot of people that just the <laughs> well, imagination that we can all have some kind of some kind of understanding, some kind of moral compass that's not unique, something that's universal, and not everybody does. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. I mean, that's that's why some people fall in directly with certain Judeo-Christian values and. You know, most people, I would say, fall see, into that. But And this is what I really enjoy about The Matrix in, like, how you always say the first one could be its own and we're all good because it really does yeah, explain a lot totally. of things. Even in a mathematical value of attempting to establish, you know, a matrix, a system, there has to be, as they came to conclude, there has to be a choice. A discernment. Yeah. There, you, again, you you know, good and bad isn't necessarily good have and bad. Hot, it's you just, have to have cold. To correct. Have, yeah, you just got to have that that balance, that give and receive, where it's like, I need an opposite. I need an anti. That's a, a hermetic principle. It's a basis of reality right there. Yeah, what, what's our, what's the, your, the, the, what's the, our dude was talking about that, that one time where it's like you, you were fed a, a whatever choice or where it's like you get, you know, it's either this or it's that. And you're just like, oh, I'll pick A. Oh, but yeah, that there's there's more choice than that. That's just the choice that you were given. Yeah, yeah but because you were given that choice is like you know, yeah, but, oh, that's gonna kill me. Hobson's choice. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. But yeah, and that's um, that's why I like the Matrix in that kind of a capacity because it really does express that point specifically where it's like, you know, yeah, we do need to have choices because, well, I mean, my my belief is all of us on a deep level. You know, internally, genetically, you know, as humans, we have certain beliefs where, you know, really what all of us want is opportunity and being the best opportunity for for ourselves, but even more so as our kids or our kids' kids. Like, we all want, you know, what what the well, better thing is. Do, I mean, do we, though? Well, I mean, we, yeah, but so do, that's where you, you get know, into the, dis- that's when you get into the discrepancy of like, what is that? Like, what so, are you willing, what are you willing to cross in order to get that end result? That has nothing yourself? to do with my point. No, not no, at no, all. no, that has nothing to do with my point. That's why I'm like, I like that idea because it's like, hey, we do, that's why it's like, if you boil it down to the most simplest term, if we're going to be impeccable, we all want what's best for us and our kids. Doesn't mean that we're going to agree as to what that is. And even if we do agree to what that is, doesn't mean we're going to agree to how to get there. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it too. Well, that's why I say when you get down to it, bare minimums, that's really what we all want. However, the fact is, is we can't agree upon stuff. And it's like, you know what? Not one single one of those things is actually what's going to do it. 
the allowance for all of those to coincide and be, you know, truly accepted and inclusive to a degree is what I feel. And again, it's my opinion. I feel that's how we're really going to get past any and all that. We need to have separation, but we also need to have inclusion. Like we have to have that balance. There has to be the good and the bad or, you know, the left and the right or the up and the down. Inclusion meaning what? Everything and anything. That's why it's like we you separate so that you have like singularity, but then you also have everything where it's all one as a conglomerate. So it's the understanding that you need to have separation, but also connectivity. You, you have to have that balance. Like if you're doing one, you got to do the other. Are you talking within within yourself, within your... Oh, yourself, community, full society, the world, right, everything. This is not something that should be mandated. Yeah, that's why I said this is, my, this is what I feel. Yeah, this is never... I see... That's why I'm just want to make sure. Like, this is something that should never be mandated. Well, nothing should ever be mandated. You can't mandate something that's that's human nature. Well, that's why I love the uh, you know our, our inalienable rights. It's like the um, you know that whole like uh, I don't know if you call it a rule, but like a lot of restaurants <laughs> nowadays, like if you have I don't know if it's six or more or eight or more. Oh, automatic table, gratuity. There's an automatic gratuity, and whether it's 15 or 18 percent, it's like the silly thing is, it's like what if there was a really good experience. I'm still going to be tempted to be like, well, I was forced to tip 15 per. So that's what you're going to get. You're going to get well, and, and that's your perspective. Whereas like- It depends. I mean, it depends right. on how the, the, the overall experience is really, honestly. Well, yeah. Cause I mean like, so me in that, in that exact scenario is like, dude, if I get crap service and I'm given automatic 18, cool. You know what? I'm going to give that 18. I'm going to express to the, the manager, the server, whoever, be like, Hey, I'm going to do the three C's. You know what? You really killed it here. I felt like you could have done this a little different. So if we come back, this is really what I'd like to see is my experience, <clears throat> you know, but that's just me. The challenge. Yeah, man. Yeah. Compliment, critique, challenge, the three C's. I, dude, it's, it's a solid principle. You know what I mean? Well, it gives you, it gives you a goal to look forward to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like as we, the receiver of that information, it's like, well, there was there was good and there was bad, and then there was a takeaway. Well, you so know? that's There's, the the honey. How do I proceed? It's the honey instead of vinegar, but you know, you still have to give a little vinegar because. Well, but how many people would just go? Yeah, you suck, man. This place sucks. I'm leaving. Well, like, that's not honestly, constructive. Well, yeah, and honestly, most won't. They'll literally say nothing, nothing. and just leave and never come back. Yeah, leave and a mediocre tip. Yeah, you'll never get that information. You'll never get that feedback so that you'll never be able to be aware and like change and you'll never do as, as a previous business owner, specifically in food and beverage, trust me when, when they just do, when they have that kind of an experience, they just leave, they say nothing. There's lots of times. Never come back. It's just, there's lots of times where you're just like, why did you even bother leaving a tip? If this is what you were going to leave, was that, that, that scene in waiting (laughs) when he, he follows them out to the door. And they're just about to leave, and he goes, he goes, here, obviously you need this more than I do. Yeah, the super redneck guy was where like, he's telling his girlfriend, he's like, heck, you can have a Coke tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, whoa. Big spender. Yeah, then he gets his steak, and he's like, where, where's my ketchup? Dude, ketchup on a steak. Oh, bro. Bro. Beyond. Yeah, that's, um, that's a good point. I like it. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, well, because, I don't know. That's why. everybody's had those, those times where, you know. I mean, I, I never actually was a waiter, but um, in the food service industry, you know, where people just kind of treat you like, people treat you like crap and like your your reaction is to kind of be like, wow. Well, and that's why, so that my point is, that 
I'm always, uh, you know, because especially me, right? I'm all about education would be that thing. If we're truly educating our people, that's how we can bring ourselves to a greater society as a whole. And, you know, as minimum, like little collectives, so our communities, like everything. So we could just be, education would hook all of us up, right? If you do it in that kind of a capacity, because it's like, you know, you're, <clears throat> you're learning from it. My problem, my problem with that is how do you, how do you teach honor? <laughs> That's my point. How do you, how do you teach dignity? And so and- in, in education, so, you know, specifically here in the States, like in education, when we go through the different grades, we have to learn different trades, right? You get like wood shop and metal shop and sewing and home ec. You know, I think some of them are starting to like add like econ or, you know, I mean, you know household if, basics. Even and, if you're in scouts, it's like you're going for a badge. Like you're not really whatever. I mean, you're just going for a badge. It's like, well, if I do this, then that qualifies and I can get the badge. Like, yeah, but you have to earn it. I wouldn't. They don't hand those out. But even that, you I'm do saying, it. like when you try to put a measure on it, it's just like, oh, the, so honor by definition means I have to tell the truth to my parents and walk old people across the street. I was like, going to say walk old ladies <laughs> across the street. <laughs> Come on, Nana. Like once you do that and you get your badge, I'm good. Like I don't have to help old people across the street. Oh, you're <laughs> such a good boy. Thank you so much. I've done my time. I got my black belt. <laughs> I'm excellent just by default. So again, uh, my my thing that I'm always very avid about, especially again going to you know part of our education is we educate our young as we give them you know instruction and guidance and all that stuff. It's the children well. Well, as, yeah, as we're giving those those trades, because I believe the children are the future. <laughs> <laughs> they are to teach them well and and let them lead the way, you know. I just got like hands across America. <laughs> show them, show them all the. <laughs> we are the world. <laughs> we are. Is a choice we're making. <laughs> like, children are our future. <clears throat> no, I can't. All right, <clears throat> but yeah. So part of it. Be careful. They're gonna, they're gonna want like a musical special from us at some point. <laughs> dude, dude, that musical was That's special. Be tell- <laughs> te- well, yeah. <laughs> 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 So again, in the education system, if they have to like do the different trades, they have to have those other classes, right? I've always said they need to be able to do kind of like a tech school where you literally go and work in the field. Literally. And you're a part of, and you have to be a part of, you know, service industry, meaning you have to do face-to-face, in-person, most likely at that point, it's like hospitality, you know, it's food and beverage. But you have to do that, even if it's for like two weeks, busting tables, being a host. I don't give a crap. When you realize that you have to be that person on the other side and how poorly most people treat those individuals, you have a hell of a lot more respect for those people specifically, but then yourself as well. And you'd be, uh, you'd be a little bit more humble. You know, you'd be a little bit more appreciative. Like that's an easy way to teach somebody. And you, that, and that's the, that's the funny thing is what and I'm saying. And there's also self-worth out of that general, too. Because then you get paid for it. You're just like, yo, this is some good money. Because you really, general, with people's say, BS, you can make some good money. Let's be honest. Something in the old school sense, I think a lot of teachers that would follow what I would consider old school, that's, that's an important, you know, pinnacle of your lesson is to try and pass on this, this honor and respect of others through, you know, 
respecting yourself and, and being forthright and all these different things. Like it's, um, man, that is, what is this? A seven? It's a nine points. It's a, a scotch all over again. <laughs> I said, this is a 9.6 double hazy. This is hilarious. Oh, you oski skeeted the mic. And now you're just like deep in thought. When, you're when just I like, wait, it, what, yeah. what, what is it? Seven percent? No, dude, it's a nine. <laughs> it's like, almost a ten. Like, come on. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> I should have picked a different one. I think. <laughs> I just, I just, um, I just had realized. Scotch, scotch, scotch. So mm-hmm. we were having a deep conversation. Deep <laughs> there was a train of something here. We were talking about the idea of trying to be able to promote. It's like, how do you teach humility? How do you teach, you know, self worth? How do you, you know, those difficult lessons because you can't just explain it and expect them to get it and be it's like no you have it's one of those things where you physically have to walk the walk well i guess you were saying like by being on that the other side if you will like the side of the service industry like the side of the you know the the janitor the invisible person in your life that nobody ever pays any attention to yeah right if you start there and like a lot of people who who do start there in business get a lot of respect just for being willing to to go through the paces of that. You know what's sad? Because like I'll be honest, like most of the janitors or head custodial agents, custodial arts, right? But do any of those kind of cats? Like I've known quite a few people that have done that, where whether they were just like one of the grunts and just cleaned up stuff, or they actually were the supervisor. Pretty well, or, actually. I mean. Not only that, but the people who I came across in that capacity were pretty humble and pretty dope. Like, they were some really good people and had some amazing conversations and times with them that I will always remember. Like, that's, that's some good people right there. You know what I mean? And, like, you, that's what our, our value system, like, even how we look at, like, doctors or lawyers or, you know, all that kind of stuff in comparison to our garbage person. Like, dude, that's a crappy job. But yet, without it, because we've already proven it, I think it was like Philadelphia, like way back in the day, they had a you know a garbage strike, right? So they were nobody was picking up the garbage, and the garbage was just like piling up and piling up and piling up. All of a sudden, you started getting like infestations, and you started getting like rats and cockroaches, and you know the city's a, the city's it was a health strike or something. I think yeah. yeah, and the city's health went way down, hard as can be, like quick, and it's like just as simple oh, as every, that. Everything it affected One everything. Single. Job. People got fed up. There was more crime. There was more. There was more sickness. There was more dead bums on the side because it was dead just, bums. There was just pestilence on the streets. I mean, it was pretty <laughs> disgusting. And and obviously, you know, I don't mean to laugh at that. Start, just the way you sell. Like, start feeding these. Uh, <laughs> that was that was oddly specific. Feeding these rats. They got all kinds of stuff to eat now. Feeding you. Feeding you. I think rats are big enough to begin with in this city, but you know, I'm sure they got. I mean, a good-sized rat will get to be a, like a pound and a half, man. It's mostly meat. There's not a lot of bone in them things. Is it good, though? I mean— I've never had it. I'm just aware. A little barbecue like, sauce or maybe soak it in a can of Coke? Well, I mean, I've—I just, I, you know, I've had like, rats. My family is—we've oh, been—we've we, owned exotic animals. We're, you know, we're classy. A rat? But yeah, no, I am— um, <clears throat> Learning humility, I think, is probably— one of the most difficult lessons to teach. I say, how do you teach that? But I, mean, I you know, it's, you know, you, teach, you, hands you on. teach anybody, but you know, it's. Well, so like, all right, put it this way. I don't like, know if that's something you'll find in school or not. What if, because you know. I'm going to teach you humility. 
Well, because I mean, you was you was a high school student, like just you know, as an example, you have to have electives. Like you start to, especially nowadays, they're starting to modify how the curriculum is done, as far as like timing and setup and schedule and whatnot. That it's more of like college kind of a stuff. So, but what if in that sense, because it's like, hey, you got to take again, you know, wood shop and all those things. Why why not have every student, regardless? go to the Votex. Like they have to take at least one year in a vocational school and they got to pick like one or two things and actually do it. Like that would be a part of really easily making them get into a service industry where again, you got to have that face-to-face. You get shown what I, like most people are going to react as to, you know, people of that nature. Cause you know, being blue collar is like a bad thing, which is total BS. You know, I mean, I look at my dad. My dad started as like blue collar and worked his way like hard as can be. He went from a line mechanic to being like one of the VPs of a large conglomerate, like a huge freaking company. Like he went from nothing to everything. He's a freaking high school dropout that joined in the military right. to like straighten himself up and it worked. Like that was know? a job that doesn't represent me. That was my job. It doesn't represent me. Right? I don't I don't limit myself by that title. Brian. You know, you should never limit yourself by your title. Well, it's just, you know, man, that's why you just, you, you have to have a vision. You have to have a want, but you really have to have your why, which is what, you know, you have to find out what makes you tick, you know, why you do these things. But even if I don't, why you want this existence, and then you can figure out all the what's. The life I want is even if I don't make all the money I want to make that I could make, you know what I mean? The potential that I have to make. It's not as important to me as... Like, I've always hated going to parties because it's like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, I really rather not talk about that. Like, I sit at a desk all day. I mean, I actually like what I'm doing now because every day is different. I mean, you're around alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but not like not like that. Yeah, yeah, but not like that. (laughs) Yeah, I spent part of my I spent part of my week this week. Dumping bad wine into like giant plastic barrels so that we could ship it off to get distilled somewhere and turned into something. Something. Yeah. <laughs> something S- on the wing. Some mediocre brandy, I guess. Yeah, something. Yeah, no, I get that. Hey, dude, waste not wine on, right? Always got to keep the overhead down. But yeah, it's just more practice. It was a pallet of wine that I had to open by hand and dump into these big. And that's that's my job. I do stuff like that, you know, move stuff around on a forklift. I uh, I got my F lift license and everything. <laughs> I don't have I don't have me, my license, me, Lisa. Me. I don't have my license. Yeah. I'm on a wing and a prayer, right? And well, so like, all right, let's um, let's take let's take an example because I mean, this is I definitely have a bias in this for sure because that's how I was raised. My first job, man, I was 13, busting tables. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, I got you. You're freaking like, you came and washed dishes with me. Yep. Like, we used to work together as kids. Like, we used to walk to work together and stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was the last job I had before I had my 25 year old, 25 year imprisonment. Imprisonment (laughs) in corporate life. Yeah. Right. Dude, that always reminds me of the movie Joe versus the volcano, Tom Hanks, the Meg Ryan. Oh, it's a classic. That's a great movie. But yeah, dude, the daily grind, the nine to five. It's an existential issue. It really is, man. I mean, unless you're, 
brain dead or just entertained really easily. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I can't. <laughs> what is what is that condition where you, where you get like two options? It's either this or that. <laughs> Hopkins Joyce or whatever. Hobson's choice. Hobson's choice. Yeah. yeah, great. Nice. I know, Good I know job, that's really buddy. narrow-minded thinking, maybe, but I look you think just a little a bit, bit, but maybe. I feel, I feel like I feel like no, I feel like I feel like maybe this is this is a thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel I feel like it was just never for uh, me. That's all. Oh well, yeah, dude. I mean, we've corporate is at least with. My my opinion is, you know, because my education is uh, business and psychology. Like that's my, you know, my backgrounds uh, with specificity in uh, law, specifically like contract law. So it's very much about people and money because that's really kind of how the world works nowadays. You know, people make money and then they have to spend it so that we can have an economy. But the economy is basically, you know, intertwined with the idea of psychology, how we react as individuals but also as collectives. So having that kind of like view, you know, I get, I get a different understanding of like what purpose is behind all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, cause we were going into the idea of like, you know, you know, live self-sustaining wise. Well, what are you going to do for money? And it's like, well, in that capacity, I don't really have to, or I can find ways to make money while doing it. Right. You know, if there's, if there's an issue, if you're trying to find a way to live your life, like well, one of the, one of the YouTubers I watch, I mean, Makes a homesteader. He makes his. He'll move to a place, buy a little spot of land, and yeah, that was the guy you were talking about. Where you like, if you could just make a room of this size, but then you know you can connect all of them. It's like technically you never even need a permit to build. And well, I mean, mean, you could, but like you build a little house, like he was talking about. You'd still need like an outhouse. You'd still need a a bathroom. You need basic amenities. He didn't build that. It was just like well, that's like health purposes. You know what I mean? mean? I've seen these. I've seen these wicked little homes built by hand or converted. Even better, converted from like some, uh, some of these uh, well, the like, trailers, like handyman or, specials, where they just like the oh, homes, the, build like, it and drop it off or whatever. But you, you could it's yeah, actually yeah. got a second floor on it. You could yeah, like put these windows mini, on these it. mini houses in a sense where it's just like yeah, it's almost like a, a small condo. Like if if you have property. And you build something that small, like you could, you could literally have something without a solid foundation, and you could build it yourself and and live quite sustainably. Yeah, because they're like Lego kits. It's like tab A, sloppy. Use these screws. Yeah, this this guy that I was watching though, like he would. (laughs) Oh right, 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 the guy. But and that's that was what he would you know he would do a job like if he came into a new town like he might do a job for somebody or a couple jobs like whether it's you know, tile somebody's bathroom or put up sheetrock because the guy was already, that was his talent. It was like construction he was, and he was a, a like half decent rough construction and, guy that apparently must be pretty decent because he can build his own tiny houses. Right, right. You know, so, so I think the first video I saw, he was like living in like, I don't know, Minnesota or something like that. Minnesota. And he, and he started off with like, he'd start off with like a tent. You know, he's living in a tent while he's building a small house. Building a cabin. I feel like I've seen some of these. You know what I mean? I mean, that's it's, maybe that's maybe. just like common uh-huh. situation where people are just like, no, nah, man, I'm going to camp and then build. Because, I mean, Alaska, I don't know if they still do it. That'd be, that'd be something to look into. Alaska, for the longest time, and maybe still, they have yeah, he had this. property in Alaska, too. 
Well, they, Alaska specifically has a uh, like a betterment clause where they're like, hey, we're going to give you free land, but over the next five years, you have to constantly improve on the land so that it gains this set value over that time. And if you can come to that, you know, if you can reach those those metrics, what's, then all, what's then, considered a gain in value? They, it's all spelled out. Because, I mean, you're talking about not only just building more of structure for the home, but cultivating the land even further. So taking... Oh, so having like a farm, a farmstead would be... In a sense, because, I mean, you're literally going into the wilderness where it's just like mad section of forest and you're you're taking down sections of stuff and like, you know, or finding an, a large enough clearing where you can just, you know, maybe take a few and clean some stuff up and, you know, you can make a functioning, like you said, homestead. So as Farm, you farmstead homestead yeah. yeah so as you as you cultivate the land that's what I was suggesting as opposed to um, not that there's anything wrong I mean obviously it's good to have a community but that there what there could be situations where you might farmstead where you have you know like for me I could just have a couple of chickens enough to sustain that so that I could have you know two to four eggs a day. Yeah, dude, because honestly, man, when you get a few chickens and they don't get eaten by stuff, because <laughs> that happens. Like that's, but when you, even just a few chickens. Or I think and, you have to have, you, know, like, you have to have a rooster around for them to be. Um, technically, yeah. Just for them to be. Well, because, yeah. so not that they won't lay, you know, from what I'm to understand, it, it's not that they won't lay, but it's kind of like, yeah, if they don't have a reason to, then then why would they? So it's almost like biologically they're just aware so it's regardless yeah, need, of what the chicken wants it's just around. Yeah. oh it's a man well I say well I say oh foghorn leghorn <laughs> oh my goodness yeah dude hey man classics I do love me some good cartoons so anyway I feel like we were I'm talking a chicken about, hawk I was hunting chickens I feel like we were talking about serious stuff hold on now boy hold on <laughs> I say, I say, um, <laughs> I say, I say, yeah, dude, come on. We always talk about serious stuff. However, do we? I don't know. Do we? Do we? Do we decimal system? <laughs> A Dewey pile? Don't you know the Dewey <laughs> decimal system? <laughs> <laughs> I was behind a Dewey pile today. <laughs> A Dewey pile? Yeah. I'm sorry. Every time I see one of those trucks, man, it just that's uh, instantly. A Dewey pile. Is that how you read it? Dude, I want to get like a or dog. A Dewey pile. That's what I'm saying. Like, I want to get a dog and name the dog Dewey. So every time <laughs> it, I could always be like, there's a Dewey pile. It would be the best joke ever. Talking about the, the <laughs> monikers on trucks. Some of the some of the trucks you've seen, like the Express. No, dude. Well, that's, I mean, that's it's the got name like of the Greyhound on it or something. But pretty the, sure it's the name of the company. I don't know. But then there's the other ones that say, um, that say yellow, but it's like, it's clearly orange <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about now the the it's a truck line that's that says yellow is the uh, part of the name or the name of it and it's the background of it of the little you know symbol they use is is more like orange than it is yellow aren't you glad it's i didn't say really, banana really nothing and i always think that in my head i was like no oh. that's not yellow <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, the things that make you go whom? <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> uh, 
Is it, do we have enough time for swag rock? Can we? <laughs> no, let's not do that. I, is that swag rock? We'll turn it up. No, don't. Oh my god. <laughs> I see this is what I'm saying like um oh, we got to get like merch for just like the dumbest sayings possible because I feel like dude if you're gonna I be a, like if you're gonna be a fan of us you're gonna be into just as much of this jackassery as we are you're gonna be like dude I, I want one of those shirts <laughs> I, want, I want to be a part of the club let me in guys dude I want a shirt uh, like that and I want a sweatshirt like that you know that's what I'm saying like, dude I gotta wear my shirt still, but honestly, it's just it. Been- and if we make it, then we can start giving it out to people. We can just literally be like, "Have some swag, bro." It's been all long sleeve shirts for a while. Over Dude, here. free stuff is dope, especially if it's funny. Free stuff, yeah, man, yeah, swag, yeah, swag. I love giving swag. swag. Yeah, yeah, bro, <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got walking <laughs> doing swag. Yeah. I can't. Oh. It's curtains for you, Moxie. <laughs> you got Moxie too. Isn't that a Bugs? That was a Bugs Bunny. It's curtains for you, Moxie. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Isn't yeah? Isn't he's he's like this is how it's gonna be, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> They're like all leaning into him and stuff, and like yeah. yeah. Dude, I love me some Bugs Bunny too. Cartons for you. <laughs> Bugs Bunny first base. Bugs Bunny second base. Bugs Bunny shortstop. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny was awesome. Man. All right. Frickin' frackin' firecracker, sis, boom, bah. Bugs Bunny, Bugs Bunny, raw, raw, raw. Uh, I'm so old. I feel like I'm old when I talk about new. I'm do, I am old. When it's I talk cool. about new cartoons, I'm just like, they, they're new not. New cartoons. They still make the cartoons. There's just not. I mean, there are some good ones out there. Don't get me wrong, but. I don't know. They're not the same. Like, there was just something about- Nothing's the same. We're old. I know we are. Stuff changes. Get over it, bro. Get with the new stuff. Closer on an elevator. (laughs) I'm just going to say this one more time. I heard Nine Inch Nails closer in Muzak. I'm going to say it slower one more time. Yeah, I'm going to say it one more time. A single (laughs) tear pride itself from my left eye. I could not help it. Oh. Nine Inch Nails closer in music. <sighs> and I'd like, oh. I just, I kind of looked up to the corner, the, the empty corner of the elevator, and I just, <laughs> wow. I, I guess <sighs> I'm old then. But <laughs> the well, realization dude, I got from that. Dr. Dre is a classic. It's beyond a classic. It's like, I said that last time, and I said, I have the same reaction. It is dude, it's like 30 years old or something, it's man. Totally a classic. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a given, but like, no, like legit, like it's going to be on oldie stations I would soon. say 36 Chambers, classic. Yeah, that was what, 92? We're getting there, man. Only built for Cuban links. No, 93, classic. 94, I think it was what it was, right? I'd say, what was that Nas album? Like the, they, they had like, uh, where, they, where they put out like, you know, with the single, the single was like, I think 93 and then the album was 94. I think, the thing is, because we've checked that before, or oh, whatever. I love me some Wu Tang's forever, but yeah, no, it's um, you know, classics. Notorious, Notorious B.I.G. Dude, what, isn't like Ace of Base? Oh God, Ace of our, Base can't be a classic. Our oldies, <laughs> our oldies stations are gonna suck now. Oh, because it's not gonna be oldies I anymore. I was just thinking be, that. I was like, right? <laughs> like 
because doesn't oldies it's not <laughs> when we were kids and you heard your parents oldie stations it was like 50 <laughs> sailing like sunday cruising music that's what i'm saying you put our like oldies on and it's like Yo, we're gonna have like ABC, have like another bad creation. No, like oldies is gonna be like Vanilla Ice, yeah, dude. And it's also gonna be at the playground. That's where yeah. I saw this cutie. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, but we're also gonna get jump, jump. <laughs> no, no, it's not. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm too sexy for my shirt. To all of it's coming back. All of it. It is coming back. I'm telling you. And we're going to be here for it. It's it going to be glorious. It's, it's all cyclical, man. It, it all comes back around. Oh, it's sick. Sick, all right. That's for sure. I'm waiting for bell bottoms to come back again. <laughs> Honestly. Why? So you can mosh to the doors? Because I have oh, I a really cool are. pair of bell bottoms and I want to rock them. What are you trying to like smuggle stuff into I the concert? I totally rock bell bottoms. I don't care. I got them. That's where you like I'll do it. You hide your hooch. I've been seeing photos of them like, lately, so I think they are coming back. Bell bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks himself up. Well, like, no I could just leave the room and he'd be fine. He'd be I know, totally but just with the. <laughs> if there was no one in the fours, would you hear me laugh? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're recording it, so. <laughs> If I record That's it. That's a serious existential question, bro. But I mean, if nobody's there and I record a tree falling in the woods. Does it I've make a noise? I've, I've recorded it, so it makes a noise. How do you know? So it's like as if somebody heard it. Because Have you I've done that? It. Did you do it? What's do you, high score mean? Do you want to do that? Is that bad? Should we do that before we do CE5? No, I want to do aliens, bro. That's what I said, CE5. Huh? That's what I'm saying. I want aliens. I don't care if they look like Predator or Care Bears or like Snake People or Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. So the first kind is I want to be touched. Wait, the first kind is sight from a far, far distance, or first kind is oh, what the you know? I don't know. Ask the fact checker on that. I'm one. I'm trying to remember what the yeah, no, because it's yeah. There's uh, Close Encounters of the First Kind, Second Kind, Third Kind. Because Third Kind, there's some kind of interaction, and Fourth Kind is actual. Well, see, which I don't understand you actually, that. You actually go for a ride in a UFO or something like that? <laughs> Woo, let's go around the block. Let's stop at my cousin's house. He ain't gonna, gonna believe this. <laughs> Yo, Craig, get out the house. Yo, honk the horn. <laughs> the horn would be like close encounters from the third kind. Oh, my God. Boom, boom. Oh my god! Oh my god! My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, for real. I want to see aliens, bro. C5. I want to be. I want to be touched. But what's the fifth kind? That's what I was gonna say. If, well, well, that's like communication. Wait, is it? Or is the fourth kind like? Well, see, that's why I'm inappropriate. Like, bad touch. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that where the program comes into play? <laughs> what's that the? Why did I? Did I get that mixed up? That's what I do. It's um in in uh, Paul the uh, the ET version with Seth Rogen, uh, Nick Frost. You, and, keep bringing up. I gotta see this movie. I gotta. We can. Yeah, bro day, bro. It's all good. But yeah, no. There's um when when Nick Frost and Simon Pegg first meet the alien, 
the one faints and the other one's like freaked out. He's like, aren't you going to like probe us? He's like, why does everybody always think that? What the hell? <laughs> like, I'm going to fly hundreds of thousands of light years just to put my finger in your butt. Like, he's freaking out. He's just like, yeah, why? Why? Where did this probing thing come from? Like, I don't even get that. You guys are perverts. Apparently, but I don't know. But in that movie, yeah, actually, like on his planet, like everybody's by and it's just like, it's all free love. Like it's Woodstock, bro. Like that's just the way they live. Which it sounds pretty good to me, bro. Everybody's happy. Alien life. Wow. It also sounds like Babylon. Just saying. <laughs> oh, Babylon. Okay. All right. <laughs> not 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 gonna work here anymore. I'm just trying to I'm trying to absorb all that. Uh, I said a lot. We care a lot. Yeah, that was that was that was quite a a visual image I had there. Why, why did you have to visualize it? I didn't. You didn't. I'm just. And it's. But now it's. And it's kind of. You're making so a lot of noise, son. But, but you ain't saying much. much. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's another shirt. Write that one down. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. You're making a lot of noise, son. Oh, you know, we were uh, last episode. I said that to you a few times. You got me. Oh, you got me. I had, yeah. But with the, there with was, the, but if you, and there was a kind of. You do easy there, Uncle Buck. But maybe I could. Wouldn't you? Would, would, would you, you Woody do? Allen now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, apparently that would say, you know, it's uh I do voices. It's it, the voices in my head tell me to do. Yeah, when the voices come out, it's time to go. It's best for all of us. Trust me. I, I it does this do when voices. it's told. It does this. When it's- <laughs> uh, oh, my but yeah. Gosh. If you um, so if you want to, you know, if you want to reach out to us, uh, ity, you know, uh, I'm telling you, ity at directionsmusic.org. That's but right. You don't have to write it out. Just ity. Yeah, no, just the ity. Three letters. <clears throat> ity. Or P H I L L Y D. You know, you gotta do that Z harder, man. It's like P H I double L Y Z. Directions and music.org. Or yours, you get to do the robot. G E M I N I. At directions and music.org. I am a robot. I am a robot. Yeah. He is a robot. He's totally a robot. But yeah, this is, uh, this is, I'm telling you, we appreciate you for stopping by. We thank you so much. We love you all. Uh, this is Philly D. Mr. Gemini. Mr. JD. Yeah, and uh, be good to yourself and be good to everyone else, fam. Much love. Peace. Peace. Peace.